Hello, this is Karamjit Singh and along with me is uh, Kiran Kosidu and this is DNA's uh, Tech Talk only on Leadonomics FM. Uh, Zof is in Kuching actually covering a digital economy uh, conference hosted by the Sarawak government and uh, G is in Taiwan. So uh, well, I don't know whether he's, he's actually there for a holiday but uh, he may have a story for us also when he comes back. But in the meantime, sitting across from me is Kiran and she's got a very interesting story on an entrepreneur who raised money on ECF, which of course is equity crowdfunding, an emerging new platform for investors out there you know, to take bets on, on small companies that they think can be tomorrow's superstar companies or just tomorrow's you know, nicely growing companies. And this is interesting because this, is, this entrepreneur has created a record in the sense that one investor has uh, given him the whole amount of money that he's looking for. And I'm from Penang, and the Hawkins would like to say the guy Pau Kaleau. <laughs> Pau Kaleau means he makan semua, okay, in, in Malay. So, Kiran, tell us about this and why did his investor and, and this company called Mad Planner, right? Yep. Uh, so, what's so special about Mad Planner? So, this company called Mad Planner, what they do is um, the company has developed this app okay. called circles.md circles circles, huh? yeah, okay. circles. In circle making a circle yep. okay. .md right. it's a communications app that is supposed that, that is secure for anyone in the healthcare industry so uh, to communicate with each other wow, so you, you would think, think whatsapp is good enough right or telegram exactly but okay. it's not so that ah, was my initial thought as well until i spoke to them okay. um, and so th- Mad Planner was started by Dr. Izam Mat Ali. Mm, a he doctor was a entrepreneur, okay. Yeah, and he was a pediatrician for many years uh, in the UK. Oh. And this was uh, his idea. He was the head of department. Mm, really? A before. head of department? Yeah. Wow. So, um, based on the pain points that he saw mm-hmm. while during that time, mm-hmm. um, this was the idea he came up with. Mm. And I just want to talk about the yes. investor for a bit. Okay. So, uh, to rewind back, in December 2018, the company raised 1 million ringgit on okay. the ECF platform, Ataplas. So six months ago. Yeah. Oh, Ataplas. Yeah. Okay. From well, a well single done, investor. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. So, um, and, um, but the thing is, they didn't actually, it wasn't, I mean, it was raised via the platform, okay. but they got in contact with each other beforehand. Beforehand, okay. Yeah. And I, I spoke to the investor. So the investor in question is Shahizam, um, let me just get his Muhammad Sharif. Yes. Uh, Ahmad Shahiza Muhammad yeah. Sharif. He is a healthcare... He's, he's a heavy hitter. He's yes. been CEO of a couple of uh, private hospitals, right? An incredible exactly. uh, track record and visibility for him to think... Uh, what uh, Dr. Izam is doing is, is interesting, it's amazing, right? Because he's, he's not some relative or somebody who's got too much money and say, I exactly. like this doctor, okay, you know? No. So being in the health industry wow. himself, he immediately, when he saw this, he said he knew that it was something that the health industry needed. needed. Okay, what is this now? You've got to explain to our listeners what this is, what okay. exactly this, this app is. This is Circles.md, yeah, okay. which is the communications app. Uh-huh. And he explained why... He, for us, we might think like, you know, it's just a communications app. We have so many out Correct. there. But for the healthcare okay. industry, the need for this to be secure is real. Mm. And he explained um, one of the issues that they have is the inability for health professionals, doctors, mm-hmm. nurses, and everyone to communicate securely about patient cases. Really? Yes. So, for wow, example, um, one of the things is that you're not allowed to use social media. Okay, that's and obvious. Yeah. Even when you're using WhatsApp, you're okay. not allowed to share um, personally identifiable mm-hmm. information about a patient. Okay. So, for example, if you have a group chat yeah. with your doctors and you're talking about a particular patient, let's say, 
and then you talk about another patient. Mm-hmm. And so what, what happens? What do you think happens in that case? You're talking about two patients two at patients. once. You can't talk about personal, personally identifiable information. Oh, okay. Then you're probably in violation of the Health Act or whatever, right? You and get confused. So as a doctor, yeah. sometimes when you're reading so many yeah. things, you get confused about which oh, patient you you're talking confused. about. I see. Yeah, yeah. And then totally, what if you totally. administer the wrong treatment to oh, the wrong patient? Oh, my goodness. Okay. So that is a hazard in itself. Okay. And then, of course, there's also the thing about the thing about um, taking photographs. You know, sometimes doctors oh, yeah, take of photographs course, yes. of maybe skin conditions, yeah. any condition whatsoever. Or a quick video also, yes. And this is sensitive information okay. about a patient that wow. they probably you don't want it to spread. Okay. So what gives the patient a guarantee that this is not going to spread? I also, see. Okay. so these are the kind of kind of problems that this app solves. Mm-hmm. So strictly speaking, again, it's just a communication app, right? Uh, you can share x-rays also on it. You that, can that's share images. images. You can um, even have a multi-disciplinary uh, chat oh, where okay. you have like somebody from a different area, okay. ENT specialist talking yep. to a heart specialist okay, yeah. in one. So, But that to us is a chat group, right? When you're on WhatsApp also, you, your, your chat group is, you can say, multidisciplinary, right? Everyone is in a different Yes, field. but it's not yeah. as secure. Oh, okay. Because yeah. one, one thing is that you your WhatsApp chat itself, the photos that you take, okay, so the, how Circles MD is different okay. is that you can only use the app to take the photo. Okay. The photo is not stav- saved into your album. Oh, okay. It is uploaded directly into... To the app, like the cloud. Like the cloud. Okay. So okay. it is a lot more secure. And this okay. was a short So it doesn't form. reside on your device then. Okay, understood. Yep. understood. And so these and are there's a trail also of who's passing it on to somebody, right? Yeah. There's an audit trail yes. also. Very of, important, yes. Okay. And it's very, very organized. So when, mm. when um, Dr. Izam Ali was... Yeah, he ah, demonstrated okay. to me. How it's sorted okay. is... Um, you have folders for each patient. Okay, yeah, So exactly. you click yep. on the patient yep. and then you're only discussing about uh, that particular patient, yes, yes, yes. not about anybody yes, else. Yes. And then it's all organized by folder, right? So okay. you can see the diagnosis, mm-hmm. the treatment, okay. what is the latest update. Yep. Everything is very organized okay. there. So it's purpose-built. Purpose-built, yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Exactly. So, in my point, this is not a pain point that is unique, right? Pediatricians no. all over the world, especially head of departments, would have recognized that there is a need for this. And yet, you know, Dr. Izam has come up and does it. is doing it. Did you ask him if there are similar apps like that in other parts of the world? Okay, yeah. so in, in the UK where he used to work, okay. he mentioned that this was the fourth app. Fourth, huh? Oh, yeah, his fourth app the fourth. of its kind, okay. yeah. Okay. But in this part of the world, in Malaysia mm-hmm. specifically, it's the first. Wow. First what about in Southeast Asia? It looks like this um, could be used I, in other countries. Also I, no, he wants to expand. So ah. he wants to, he's targeting five countries. Wow, okay. Um, I mean, the, in the immediate future. In the Indus region, right? Southeast Asia. He mentioned Singapore, Brunei, and Mexico. Mexico. So Ooh, la la. I asked him why Mexico. He said that's the entry point to that part of the world. Oh. And also Mexico has a very high percentage of doctors. Really? Yeah? Oh, yeah. Not because he likes tacos or jalapeno. Pizza. I don't know. <laughs> and I, I asked him after that, what about yeah. India? Because yeah. India has a very high percentage Correct. of doctors yeah. as well. And he said, well, we have to start somewhere. Mm. We want to go everywhere. But Amazing. this was the... Yeah. So this is a new for me. I've never interviewed an entrepreneur in Malaysia and Singapore and Indonesia who has expressed interest to expand to Mexico. Exactly. So Singapore, Brunei, Mexico, he's looking at these countries to expand into. Um, And I think commercially, Mm -hmm. 
it just made a lot of sense for the investor Shahizam okay. as well because he has contacts. I mean, he's yeah, he exactly. has held so many high positions. He was okay. the CEO of uh, Pantai Group. Uh, yep, Pantai Group, the, uh, not even Pantai, one of the Pantai hospitals. Wow. No, he was also the CCO of. Uh, Chief Corporate Officer uh-huh. of IHH Healthcare. Yep. Wow. He was the di- Executive Director of Parkway Group Healthcare. So he has okay, we get a the point wealth la. of he experience. Is the heavy exactly. Okay, okay. And he has lots of contacts in the Amazing. industry. So he really feels that he can help yeah, of course, um, this this company grow, you see. Um, yeah, wow. Yep. Okay, so uh, they've raised money now. And uh, so, you know, but the good thing is you spoke to them when they've already, they're already six months into the journey. So, what, what are some of the early you yeah. know, experiences? So um, they actually just launched okay. in June, oh. June, June seventeenth. Ah, oh, very recent. Exactly. Okay. So I think they once raised they money, raised money in December, they closed. But then it takes time to get thing, the app ready, and also, then right? they yeah. focus Understood. on developing Understood. it, ah. and they are looking to tar- They're targeting five thousand users before they go for their second round, which they hope would be next year. Next year. Oh, so, yes. you know, when you hear a number like that, 5,000 users is tiny, right? Yeah. If you're in a big family, you may have 5,000 family members extended and all. Uh, so, 5,000 sounds like a very small amount, but because these are highly skilled, these are medical professionals, right? You're not talking about a, 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 a nursing assistant or, you know, a, a hospital assistant, that kind of stuff, right? It, it's doctors, and it's nurses involved, right? Or Doctors, it's not nurses, even, any, any, even the hospital ad- administrators. Oh, okay. And we're not as well. The hospital, I mean, those who like, like clean up and then move the trolleys along and all that. So at that level, you know, your, your support staff, nurses are key. Uh, help, yeah. Direct yeah. help there. But I'm talking about lower lines. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure okay. how low it goes. Ah, okay. But definitely those that are involved. Basically, they made it clear that those that are involved in the patient's well-being. Yeah, yeah. Okay lah. Can is supposed okay. to be and using so, this particular yeah, okay. app, and um, for Shahizam, he said it's a no-brainer for mm. hospitals to want to use this really, app yeah? because he ah. said the cost involved mm-hmm. in a malpractice mm-hmm. suit is already it's the it starts at one hundred thousand ringgit. Okay, that's so all right. That's a million man. To just subscribe yeah, yeah. to this communications uh-huh. app to them, it saves them so much in the long run from okay. cost and benefit perspective. How much is it though? Then did you get price points? From uh, Actually, I did not. <laughs> I mean, in terms of whether it's a it's a, a yearly subscription per hospital or per chain, right? Because if it's a Bantai group, yeah. So I asked from which which angle are they approaching yes, it? Are okay. they are they going via um, the users themselves or okay. top down approach? From yeah. he said both. Oh. So they they want to they want to see. Uh, mm-hmm. Some doctors have already adopted it. it okay. They're already using it in the hospitals, whereas in other cases, they're also approaching the hospitals themselves mm. and saying like, why don't you recommend this app to be used? Okay. Um, these are the benefits and so on. And I think um, with Shahizam there, he says he has very deep links with the healthcare system. Of course, yeah. Everywhere. And yeah. especially Singapore also, oh, he said. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's something that can really help them, I think. Okay, la. interesting. Well, look forward and seeing whether they hit their 5,000 target of yep. users and then to raise the next round because uh, uh, the business model sounds interesting. You're trying to get money from both patients and uh, the medical practitioners, which would probably be the hospitals or the doctor who owns the clinic. I don't think clinics would be so interested, right? If you're a yeah, clinic, I, I would think this would be hospital, something. It's more hospital because it's more life-threatening and it's more, more serious cases, right? When you're yeah, in hospital, because he, not your GP kind of stuff. He said like, yeah. it's unrealistic for you to think that doctors in, in such a big hospital yeah. setting, that doctors, nurses and everyone have the time to even sit down and confer and discuss patients. Wow, okay, it doesn't okay. happen like that yeah, anymore. It happens life, yeah. on your smartphone and yeah. we're 
always yes, discussing yes. patients. So he said, this app just makes so much more sense. True, you're right. Because you, uh, the behavior of the health profession has changed, right? Exactly. You're no more picking up the phone or, or meeting with somebody in the doctor's room or whatever, right? And talking about it, you're, you're, you're exchanging messages. Sometimes while you're with somebody else, you're exchanging messages or work related about another patient. Yeah. So that's why the confusion can happen. Okay, very interesting. So uh, good luck to them, right? Uh, especially to Dr. Izam. And let's see if he can hit his target and raise the next round. And we'll probably need to... To, to see the app in action. La. So yeah. once they're in Mexico, I think you should take a trip <laughs> down there and actually speak to users on the ground. Okay, Kiran? Okay. Right, so get the passport ready. <laughs> All right. Well, that now, now we're going to take a, just a quick break and I'm going to jump in with an interesting story from an entrepreneur uh, who was talking about mind, being mindful. You know, not so much about being aggressive and fast. So that's coming up right after this. Ever wondered what leadership is all about? Is it developed over time? Or are people just born with it? We believe there is a science behind leadership and we want to help you understand it. Take this journey with us as we hear from renowned leaders from all over the world over our range of shows tackling key spaces in different industries today. Leadernomics, the science of building leaders. All right, we're back and here today in this next segment, we're not going to be talking about creating unicorns as we sometimes do, right, in the, in the internet world, the startup world. We actually uh, listened to a talk from a, an entrepreneur and an author during the last week's Wild Digital, which was, uh, was, was held on, uh, I think, the 4th and 5th, uh, Wednesday and Thursday of July. And gentleman talks about creating zebras, because apparently zebras are more sustainable. And he talks about the fact that we need to be conscious, Kiran, of our tools and our ability to solve the world's problems. Now, when I hear entrepreneurs talk about that, I, the, the, the cynical, you know, the cynic in me just, just rears up its head, you know, and says, yeah, I've heard this so many times. This is just you wanting to, to sound fresh or, or sound different. Well, you know, when you're off the stage, you're hustling and you're, you're running as fast as everyone else, right? Because speed matters. But according to this author and uh, uh, cre the founder of Entrepreneur Institute, Roger James Hamilton, that should not be the case. He said that while everybody talks about going fast, don't go fast. You need to take time to reflect on what your customers really need and on how you can change, you know, and, and help make the world a better place. And he gave this example when he was on a trip in Japan, and apparently they spent an entire morning waiting for a cup of tea, mm. you know, to be served at the bonsai garden. So I, uh, they were about ready to beat up this Japanese guy, la, who was in slow motion. And because he says you want things fast, right? Yeah. But eventually, the, the, eventually this tea maker presents them with a paper that says, that had the words, Ichigo Ichi which is a Japanese cultural concept, which roughly translates to once in a lifetime. And apparently it's meant to remind people to cherish any gathering they have, anything they take part in, because that moment can never be repeated in life. And, and he uses this story to say that. And then next he moves to the audience and says, Move, uh, uh, turn to the person next to you and, and, and share with them who you were 30 years ago. Who was, what was the kind of person you were 30 years ago? I wonder how many of them said I wasn't born yet. Exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, good <laughs> point. Yeah, being in this. Uh, yeah, uh, but I think uh, uh, Patrick Grove's Wild Digital tends to attract people who are above 30. But it's a great point there. 
Great point. Of course, I can talk about what I was doing when I was 24. Like, yeah, I was, in, I was in the US, man. I went to university late. I was in the US. Okay, let's not get segued there. Back to this. So he says that, you know, those who have been the most successful in business today or even 10 years ago or in 10 years time, uh, not ago, will not be the ones who are the fastest. It's going to be those who take the time to slow down and really think, like I said, right? Uh, what my customer, what does my customer really want and stuff like that. So uh, Hamilton says that we need to be in- introspective because things are changing so fast. Hey, you cannot predict uh, you know, what's going to happen in 10 years with the internet moving so fast. Why do you want to go slow? He said there's massive growth happening all around us, right? Nobody has a crystal ball. And actually he then points to this Japanese concept again, in Japan now, the government has this concept called Society 5.0, mm. not in, uh, not uh, IR 4.0, right? Or okay. you know, uh, manufacturing 4.0, Society 5.0. And apparently, it's Japan's blueprint for a smart society. And in this, they talked about 1.0 were the days of the hunter-gatherers, right? Where you and I, of course, were not born yet. Uh-huh. And then Society 2.0 being about agriculture. Of course, agriculture changed, you know, the whole way. Humans, you know, uh, 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 you know, live, lived, and you know, behave culturally or so, yeah. right? Because you suddenly were sedentary. Then three you moved to industrial age, right? Yeah. It was about industrialization, and 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 four was about the information age. Five now is about sustainable, inclusive socio-economic system, which is powered by digital technology. Yeah, digital technology is important. Talks about big data, AI, IoT, robotics, what have you. And he said that the Japanese believe that we have a job to do, which is actually to grow our consciousness, Kiran. Because what happens is that every time there is a massive jump forward in technology, it takes a lot of humans, right, to make that happen, to connect, to make a connection with it. And he says that what they're trying to say is that don't grow technology, but you have to think differently. So Society 5.0 is about thinking differently. And now he talks about being entrepreneur Mm -hmm. 5.0. He borrows from that term. And he says, hey, we've got something called Entrepreneur 5.0. And again, this is all this concept about, about what can you achieve in society, you know, um, that governments and large companies are not the ones who make it happen, but entrepreneurs who make it happen, who make things happen by coming together. And that digital technology provides you with the, the superpower tools to do so. But does so, it give examples of how to think differently no. and what? Yeah, no, no. Easy. I think because there is already this concept of being mindful, right? Like yeah. being in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. And not getting distracted. And some people say that that means that you cannot practice yoga because or, or meditation. Meditation is is blocking everything out, mm-hmm. right? And just focusing on your breath and, and calming yourself and reconnecting with yourself. And he talks about being mindfulness. You know, being mindful is a bit different. Mm. So uh, nobody actually, because unfortunately the, the sessions were so short, nobody is allowed to ask, nobody had time yeah. to ask questions because somebody would have asked that question. But on reading this article, we've had that question posed to us, right? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we cannot say. And then he talks about the, you want to create zebra, you know, zebra companies. And he says that these are companies that are both for profit and have a cost. Mm-hmm. Now, when you talk about being for profit and for a cost, somebody like Roshan is here. He said, "Look, that's what we're doing. We're a we're a social conscious organization, right? And that's that's the cost we have. We have a cost greater than for profit. But of course, being an author, also they want to try to come up with their own hook. He said, you need to be mindful. You know, create uh, you know uh, entrepreneur five So it's just his take on it, lah. You do do read the story. I think it gives you cost for pause." It will give you cause for pause and maybe you can reflect and think, yeah, I am moving too slow. But then you look around you and your competitors, everybody's moving fast, right? 
and they say you need to be an early mover to learn to fail. And Patrick Roth would say, "Fail fast and learn, and be yeah. the first one to learn from your mistakes." Right? But it was a it was a refreshing take, lah. Yeah, it caused everyone to think, and I know everybody in DNA enjoyed reading the story. You may have enjoyed it because after that, you easy for you to dismiss it. No, it's a nice read, or you know, I, I don't believe so. You know, you need everybody's moving so fast around you. I got to move fast too. So I don't know, but do have a read of this, and and we'll talk. You, you can decide whether you agree with him or not. Because he talks about people talk about poverty. It's not about not having enough money in the world, but about not being able to distribute it properly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good good luck talking to Bill Gates and and uh, <laughs> and Steve Bezos, right? Hey man, you know you're part of the problem. Right? You have the money, you're not distributing it properly. It's like yeah, you mean but Bill my Gates money does. is for you. To, Bill Gates, Bill Gates does. Do does. Part, yeah. Jeff Bezos will say, yeah, I already distributed thirty eight billion to my wife, right? So go go after her, man. Don't come after me, man. <laughs> So I don't know. It's just an interesting article. I guess it's also just telling us that there's more than one way to be a successful entrepreneur. Absolutely, not about just moving fast. It's not about moving fast. It's about I, me, myself, right? So yeah. maybe you're right. So yeah, you make a big impact in the world when you when you touch more people, right? Yeah. So we'll see. But anyway, with that now, we're going to move on to another interesting article, which which we all seem there seems to be momentum and and for us to adopt it fast, which is being part of this cashless society, and we hear about. How China coming in right with uh, uh, with with WeChat now being and and Alipay being the de facto you know a uh, currency uh, 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 system platform in in that country. So what's what what is this story about, Kiran? Okay, this was a story during My FinTech Week 2019. Ah, okay, which is part of the Malaysian Tech Week. Yes, we spoke yep. about it. And um, so I think the session was called Riding the Cashless Wave, uh-huh. and we had three um, e-wallet players. Okay. Um, they were Kyril Abdullah from Axiata Digital, Digital Services. Yeah, yeah a big uh, player, Boost. Yeah, right? in charge of Boost. Yeah, and Kalyani Nair, she's hmm. Maybank's head of virtual ah, banking and payments. Okay. So she spoke about their product May, okay. uh, the Maybank e-wallet. Okay. And also we had Shah Sharonizam Samshud Samsudin. Okay, sounds familiar, Mr. Tachingo. Uh, Tachingo, yeah, yeah okay. exactly. So um, I mean, the session was good. So hmm. I think one of the questions that that was posed to them was um, the moderator asked, mm-hmm. you know, we have Grab in the market and Grab has so many users, users and I, okay. I, I don't have the figures here. Okay. Grab, so he was Grab, just yeah. asking like, oh, are, you, are you intimidated by Grab? Are you intimidated by this, okay. by the amount of competition mm-hmm. in the market and mm-hmm. all that? And Kyril Abdullah, he said, well, to us, the real competitor still today is cash. Mm. Cash is still of course uh, right. yeah. ninety over percent, right? Yeah, okay. and um, because there's so much of mm-hmm. people are still using cash very very widely apparently, and he uh, Kyril mentioned mm-hmm. that you know there are forty e water licenses in the okay. Malaysian market, but he said the outcome won't be a winner take all scenario. Oh yeah, absolutely not. Yes, um, he said reg- the presence of reg- I mean regulators prevent that from happening. Okay, and each of the players in the market will bring a sort of strategic advantage mm. or a proposal. I know Patrick Grove once told me he thinks there'll be three or four. In the end, there'll be three or four players only. You know, once you consolidation, mm. just like the telco space, that uh, kind of interesting. So it'll be interesting to see if this winds down and we end up having three or four players. But can you just share one other key highlight because we're going to wrap up the okay. show now. So um, I just want to talk about mm. what uh, Sharon Izam talked about. Mm, okay. And he mentioned how things were changing from what was the old way of mm-hmm. easy, okay. what was 
easy a long time ago okay. and what was what's easy what's now is not okay. the same anymore. Okay. When, when we used to use touch and go, we thought it was like miraculous. You know, you just have to put money into this card, mm-hmm. tap it, and then you're free to go. Yeah. But right now, even you have to go to the petrol kiosk mm. and put money Drop into it the card. Yes, yes, it's yes. a hassle yes. already. True. So True. he said things have to change right now mm. and it's about bringing in the new new okay. uh, and yeah. that was why he said they partnered with Alibaba's and Financial mm, to yes. offer e-wallet services and he wants to rip apart old processes rip and, apart yeah, oh, aggressive. and work okay. with partners like the government and the private sector sure. to do all this back channel work that they need yeah. just to communicate you know the simplicity to users yeah, just to, to get make them realize where the value of it okay exactly yeah Okay, we'll, uh, we'll end it. That was a really good session. I wish I had been there for that session, actually. <laughs> uh, with that, we're wrapping up our uh, yet another uh, uh, Week in Tech from DNA. Uh, keep listening to all the amazing programs on Leadernomics FM. I know I am. And we'll see you again uh, in two weeks' time. You've been listening to Leadernomics FM, the science of building leaders.